All right. Good evening. It is a good evening indeed. It is no theme required. This is uh, week 12. Week 12? Week 12. There mm-hmm. we go. Remember, mm-hmm. guys, this is all recorded on one take. So any mistakes you might hear, you know the exact reason as to why. <laughs> it's because there's zero editing going on. No I mean, filters. I mean, zero editing. Mm-hmm. It's quite bare. At all. <laughs> At all. <laughs> but here we are. It's uh, November 22nd, uh, two days before Thanksgiving. We're going to dive right in to those Thursday games. Gobble, gobble. Let's get after it, man. So we got the uh, Bills-Lions 9.30 a.m. kickoff. It's the Bills' second week at Ford Field in a row, but this time they're actually going to be the away team. Right. So they won't get the advantage of being home. <laughs> so, what, so when they played there last week, were they the home team or the neutral? They were definitely the home team. Okay. They were serving Ad as the home on. team. <clears throat> oh, Nab? Oh, yes. Shit. Sorry, folks. Oh, you mean you don't want to hear what's his dick talk about uh, <laughs> fantasy football? Fantasy football. What was his name? Was that, was that Field Yates? Who was Field Yates? Yeah. Was uh, Barry's boy? Yes. Matt Barry's yes. boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does Field Yates have any playing experience or no? No. Was he, no. no. I'm thinking of. Was there a Yates at quarterback? TJ Yates. TJ Yates. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, for the, the Texans, the right? Texans, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I was like, maybe same guy, but definitely not. Maybe, maybe. Definitely not. Are we a little loud here? Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. But not bad. Okay, yeah. Th- bad. I think that gain should... There it goes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we had a very loud <laughs> intro here. <laughs> Get the fireworks going early. Very loud intro here. <laughs> All right, but let's, let's go ahead. Let's, uh, let's break this one down. Okay. You know, we, we talked about this last week, how the, um, the Bills stock was starting to trend down. Mm-hmm. Now, based upon uh, recent events, you know, they, they, they came out with really a, 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 a gut check of a win against the Browns. The Browns did almost pull off a comeback and complete it right, right there in the fourth quarter. But ultimately, uh, Buffalo was able to put them away late with a Tyler Bass field goal. And then they just didn't, the Browns just didn't have enough time to really complete their comeback. I mean, ultimately, right. there was an eight-point win by the Bills. But again, remember I said it. The Browns are a sneaky team. Like this game, I did say it was a trap game, right? And I, and I will say that I was wrong with regards to the Bills dropping two in a row, or sorry, three in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but they're coming into a, against a Lions team that is quite honestly red hot right now. They've won a great offense. Three yes. games, they, yeah, three games in a row. Mm-hmm. They they won uh, as road dogs against the seven uh, two New York Giants last week. Right. I lost that five dollar bet. You're welcome, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Thank you for the cold hard cash. Yeah, that that didn't work out too much in my favor. <laughs> but but no, the the, uh, the Lions have had three straight wins against Green Bay, Chicago, and New York. Right. So right now their stock is definitely trending up. You know, sure. are, are they really starting to put things together under Coach Dan Campbell? I think they are. I mean, they are second right now in, in the, the NFC North, which is quite honestly amazing. I don't know the last time I said the Detroit Lions are doing that well in their own division. Yeah, at, after week one, you mean? Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, but I think, you know, making a statement, beating the Packers, beating the Bears in your own division, that, that really sets the, the tone for, for what is to come here in the the last few vital weeks of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's eight, an exciting time. I mean, defensively too, that like push, they, they've, yeah. they've, they've started to um, really showcase some of their, their playmakers. Aiden Hutchinson had a pick again last week. I mean, he's going, he's showing that he is quite the playmaker 
out there at, at defensive end. He's I mean, an absolute beast. He 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 could be the next. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna put him on Bosa status right now, but sure. if if he keeps it up, mm-hmm. he is definitely has potential. Yeah, I think, yeah, feel like I feel like the does. Big Ten's produced some crazy uh, ends. Um, you know, Bosa out of Ohio, uh, Iowa, correct? Yep. And then yep. Um, uh, who is the one from uh, Chase? Chase Young. Chase Young, thank you, from Ohio State. Yeah. Yep, and then Aiden Hutchinson now from Michigan. That's right. Right? That's so, right. I mean, that's that's three essentially wow. all-stars right there. Mm-hmm. All come from the Big Ten, from mm-hmm. pass rushers. Well represented. Definitely well represented. Yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, if you've got to pick a team here, I know, like, neither of us are really that into the Bills or the Lions. I'm, I'm probably going to roll with the hot ha- – oh, sorry. I'm going to roll with the favorite here with mm. the Buffalo Bills. As much as I like the Lions and their resurgent offense – the Bills are really playing, hopefully, for a first-round buy. At 7-3, and three, they're sitting two games behind mm-hmm. the um, the Chiefs. Right. For that first game buy, first week buy. Mm-hmm. And since there's only one bye week, that, sorry, only one team has to buy in the playoffs it's this year. It's scarce now. Yes. It's, it's even more important because mm-hmm. you don't want to go and, and, and play in that wild-card weekend being the two-seed. Because right. there's always such a... It's always a coin flip, especially in the playoffs. Uh-huh. So you uh-huh. can quite literally cut off one game, especially after already playing one additional game. It's going to pay its dividend at the end. Very true. Very true. I, I like the, the Bills here in this game, but I do think the Lions are able to cover. I don't think the, the Bills will score over 10 points against the, the Lions. Um, <clears throat> is that the spread right now? I'm sorry. Beat them by, by 10 points. Yes. Yeah, the spread right now is uh, minus 9.5 to favor the Bills. Okay. Um, and I mean, despite Josh Allen being injured or trying to to um, maintain status right right now of his elbow, um, you know, he's he's still a fantastic quarterback, the X factor in, in this matchup if he's healthy and ready to go. So yeah, he's still able see. to throw a deep ball really well. Oh, yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> he's the type of guy that could probably just Shoulder the ball the whole way. I mean, right. I mean, li- like literally, uh-huh. Just, uh-huh. just like shot put the damn Ripping. thing. Yeah, and and it, and it's still gonna go 50, 60 yards. Right. I mean, right. he's got a beast of an arm. <laughs> beast of an arm. Also, yes. shout out to do uh, Jamal Williams, new rushing touchdown leader this week. Yes. He put three. He, he, he put three home, and uh, he passed Nick Chubb. Good he for pa- him. He passed Nick Chubb. Yeah, Chubb didn't have any touchdown this week, so uh, I believe it's Jamal Williams at twelve, Chubb at eleven right now. Very Shut cool. Okay, okay. To to see him fully realizing his potential as a back. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a goal line go to guy. We were really waiting for it. I mean, I watched all of Hard Knocks, and yeah. Jamal Williams was the guy. Yeah, he was really? the heart and soul of that offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally cried the first practice after giving him the post practice speech. Also, shout <laughs> out to Dan Campbell for going full pads on practice number one. Oh, he did. Yeah, you didn't watch Hard Knocks. No, uh, you missed out not, this year. It was a good one. Year. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Like the just the characters on the team is really what makes it. Like I don't really care which franchise they pick, uh-huh. but if you have good characters on the franchise, yes, it just makes filming it, editing it, as well as entertainment value. Shoot through the roof. So much better. So yeah. I thought this year was really good. Um, the year they did the split LA teams, that was actually a decent year as well. Mm-hmm. Got to see two different teams, so you know it was basically more exposure to the league. Right. Um, the one the one year I didn't like actually was the Dallas Cowboys year, even as a fan of the Cowboys. Really? Because I just felt that like Jerry Jones was trying to be like, too fake with it sometimes. Yeah. Almost put on too much of a show. Just trying to sell it. Yeah. Like yeah. like he put salt on a freaking McGriddle. You know what salt in that thing already? So much sodium on a McGriddle. Yes, a lot. Thousands of milligrams 
But <laughs> maybe that's what's keeping his lotteries together. Maybe. So, all right. Maybe. Let's move on. <laughs> Thanksgiving game number two. So after you go for your first meal of the day, this is the Gotta one you're go going to catch seconds. for seconds. That is correct. I think this is the main course of the night, though. It's Giants. It's Cowboys. NFC East rivalry. Yes. Both teams sitting at 7-3. and three, uh-huh. Vying for not only a playoff spot, but a better seed. I don't foresee them catching the Eagles unless the Cowboys can win that head-to-head matchup. Sure. The Eagles have have, have uh, basically, as I say before, you got to beat the best to be the best, right? Yeah, I've said that true. a number of times on this podcast. So looking ahead, away from this game, mm-hmm. if the Cowboys mm-hmm. can go and beat the Eagles at home, then there's going to be a different conversation about them potentially getting that top seed. Right. Because after eviscerating the Vikings last week, they've proven that they might have an off week here and there. Mm-hmm. But overall, as a unit, they're going to be tough to beat and maybe even impossible to beat when they're playing their best football. I thought last week was their most complete game. Michael mm-hmm. Parsons quite literally had a sack fumble on... <laughs> The second possession of the Vikings. <laughs> and he's a absolute stud. Absolute savage. He Another is. Big Ten. I know he's an outside backer, but... Still, you, you on gotta, the defensive side, they are well They need to put him at end. Yes. Like, almost yes. every time. He's so versatile. I mean, he... God. It, it, it's tough because his open field tackling is immaculate. Mm-hmm. But he also gets after the quarterback because he's so fast and strong. Right. So, which... Virtue of his, do you really want to capitalize on his pass rushing or his ability to tackle and ultimately cover? You know, one of those quicker scat back slot mm-hmm. receiver type of players. Because mm-hmm. again, he's he's got he's got the speed and the quickness to do so. Right, right. So I saw a stat from Steve from, from, from Skip Bayless. Right on the fifteen snaps that they lined up, Micah Parsons on on this edge, he had eight quarterback rushes. Wow. Meaning that 50% of the time, he's uh-huh. essentially getting to the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then in he the games... He's causing a disruption. Yeah, and in the games where, the, where they, they don't put him back there, i.e. against the Packers, he had eight rushes coming off the end. Mm-hmm. They ended up losing that game late. Where, granted, the Packers' game plan was clearly run heavy. I think Aaron Rodgers threw the ball, what, 12 times that game? Yeah. Not much at all. Mm-hmm. So you have to pick and choose where you play him. But what I'm getting at here is if you can pressure Daniel Jones, right, put all the focus on the Saquon, right, stack the box up, the Cowboys are going to be very successful at home. Mm-hmm. And I think as far as the, uh, what, what's it called? It's not, it's not the Golden Gobbler. The uh, what, what trophy What trophy do they give out? The, oh, the Golden uh, Gopher? No, no. It's, <laughs> th- th- there's a specific Thanksgiving trophy that they give out. It's like the... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm about to, I'm about to look this up. Please do yes. Uh, but while while I'm doing this, who do you got in this game? Because I'm going heavy Dallas here. They're probably going to heavy cover. Dallas. Heavy Dallas. I'm thinking Ooh. like 17, potentially 20 point win okay. here. I okay. think it's going to be like 35, 13. Then that's a that's a prediction. I'll put money on that. 35, one too. 13. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For some Thanksgiving drama here, I'm going to go with the Giants. Should um, we bet on this one too? Oh, I think we the, the team that won you money. <laughs> <laughs> No, team that, that lost me money. Right, right. Yeah. Won you money. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and, and I think, uh, so, why I'm going with the Giants here is uh, just due to one man. 
Saquon Barkley. The guy's been a beast this year, second overall in rushing yards for, for this season. Um, he's been an absolute tank for them. And their attack is so well balanced with him and Daniel Jones, you know, operating in a very functional capacity. Um, and I, I, I like the G-Men here. I do. Man. Man, I, I, I think it's... I can't find it. I mean, I'm finding the Turkey Leg Award. The Turkey Leg. But okay. that's that, that's not what I'm talking about. All right. Hmm. So yeah, watch the NFL game, yes. and I I want to say it's like the, like the Galloping Gobbler or like okay something something <laughs> no seriously I seriously something something along those lines <laughs> where, where where like every single Thanksgiving game they uh-huh. give out this award uh-huh. right to the best player of the game. Uh huh. Yeah, I can't think of what it is, but again, yeah, watch watch that one thirty game. And and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about okay. in the post game. I'm gonna definitely right. tune in. Yes, I, I might be crazy, but I don't games. think I'm crazy about that. Okay, I'm pretty sure no, that I'm, one's I'm true. very interesting. That's okay. gotta be true. Very good. That's gotta be true. All right, very good. let's move on to the night game of the Patriots Vikings here. Prime uh, time. Prime time. I'll let you go first. I think you already know who I'm going to pick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Prime time here screams anti Kirk Cousins because he cannot. <laughs> Uh, rise to the occasion when it's under the the, the bright lights. He, he does have a losing record in prime time here. Um, and he also needs to redeem himself. So does the rest of the team in this matchup um, after last week's disaster against the, the Cowboys. I mean, they were they were stymied quite a bit on, on offense. <laughs> Lost 40-3. to three. Um, this, this game, though, is being played in Minnesota. So the Vikings are favored. I'm gonna go Vikes here. I am. I I think their eight eight and two record is not a disguise for something worse. I do think they are worth that record right right now. Um, last week not not standing. <laughs> really? Sorry. Last week aside, um, and <clears throat> yeah, I think they have a chance here to really redeem themselves against Bill. Um, and I mean it's it's gonna be a, a fantastic matchup. So. Yeah, it's definitely the good dessert for Thanksgiving. It is. Thank you. You know, the, the, thank you, the pumpkin pie. I think this is definitely going to be um, a good game. Uh-huh. I'm going to disagree with you here, picking the Patriots to win this one. Okay. And not necessarily because Kirk Cousins is the primetime quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's mainly mainly because this the defense once again for the New England Patriots is is is, right is the defense of old. Mm-hmm. All right. This reminds me of those Mike Vrabel teams right that we're just able to completely dominate the run yes right as 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 well as really dominate in possession as well mm-hmm. right because they're they're able to really force you into whatever kind of game sorry they take away your strongest point mm-hmm. and every bill belichick defense is so fine-tuned on that one little thing that they make you do something that's out of character, mm-hmm. right? And so right now for, for Kirk Cousins, it's gonna be you got double Jefferson, right? Mm-hmm. And then basically put the game into the hands of Dalvin Cook, who's having a very very off year. Yes, yes, right? he, and he needs that resurgence. Yes, he does. Yeah, but um, it's gonna be a tough test for, for for Mac Jones and company to actually get things going on the offensive side of the ball. Like yeah, they've been struggling. Their offense is anemic. With the absence of Josh McDaniels, I uh-huh. mean, it, it really shows how much of an offensive guru he was. Yeah. Because yeah. they went from, again, with Mac Jones, different story than Tom Brady, right? But his efficiency from last year to this year, I'm pretty sure has gone down. 
Let's check it out. <laughs> Let's check it, it out. It hasn't been great either way, but um, so uh, yeah, we, in, we, we have an ad. Oh, you have an ad? Uh, on, on this page. On this page? Oh, you're Got right. you. You're right. You're right. Beauty. You're right. Oops. I'm oh, and we have another ad <laughs> on a different page. <laughs> I don't see. Is it two ads on one page? Um, I do still hear an ad. All right. Well, you're going to live with that for a second? Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. Total QBR right now. Granted, 17 games compared to 7. Uh-huh. So, he was at a 56. Not great. But he's at 30.9 so far this year. Yikes. So, it's... Pretty steep drop-off. Pretty mm-hmm. steep drop-off com- coming from his rookie season to his sophomore season. Sophomore slump? Definition. Yes. The definition of a sophomore slump. Yes. So, are you going to put Bailey Zappi back in the game? Probably not, though. <laughs> Probably not. You know, Dude, way, he way shined at Western Kentucky, though. Yeah, and he had his moments. He uh-huh. had his moments playing the NFL, too. Yes. But you got to roll with Mac Jones. Probably knows the offensive better, I'm assuming. Yes. As a starter. Mm-hmm. Taking more reps with, with number one, one mm-hmm. squads. But yeah, ultimately this game, I think Patriots defense is going to be able to stop Kirk Cousins and what they're going to do. Yeah. And then low scoring game, like 20 to 10 type of W, that, that, that's probably what I'm looking for. Okay. That's probably what I'm looking okay. for. Also, big shout out to the Pats uh, last week for winning in the most incredible way. Not since Deshaun Jackson have, have we seen a, a game end on such a bravado note yeah. with that punt return touchdown. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. Deshaun By a, Jackson. A rookie too. Mm-hmm. The first punt return touchdown of the year out of 540-ish punts. That's a lot of punts. Amazing, dude. That's a lot of punts. Wow. And to, to think that the first one of the year would result in the game winner. Absolutely amazing, dude. Robert Salah, the, the Jets head coach, is just... You can see him on the sideline. Just oh, he was in absolute disbelief. He was fuming. Like, what yeah. the hell? What the heck just happened? Right. What transpired before my very eyes? <laughs> All right, moving on to Sunday's games here. We have a full slate of um, leftovers. We do. <laughs> we do a lot of leftovers. A lot of leftovers. So let's start with the... Uh, we got Bucks-Browns playing in Cleveland. We oh. do. We do. This is a, a test for, for Tom Brady to see if, if he can be fully over Giselle by this point um, in his life and you know continue focusing on football. I think the Bucks have been... You know, decent over the past few weeks, going two and two. So I mean, uh, still staying above water, and they are first in in the NFC South, um, despite it being a, a more non-competitive division than than most. But uh, you know, TB12 is going to get it done on Thanksgiving Day, and he's going to eat some turkey, taking the bucks. Yeah, I agree here. Um, so. <clears throat> The, the Browns are probably going to be in some trouble until Deshaun Watson comes back. Agreed. The Buccaneers are on an upward swing winning two in a row as well. And to be quite frank, Tom Brady is 2-0 since his divorce. Yes, so, very true. So he has been able to get over the hump, so to speak. Let's check out Tom Brady's record on Thanksgiving because I, I know it's a winning record for sure. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. how many times the Patriots play on Thanksgiving? Uh, well, I can't find the exact win. I thought, honestly, that I'd be able to find that. Yeah, that is a surprising record that is not kept in the archives. Yeah. Either way, though, I'm going to roll Tom Brady and the Buccaneers as well. I like With it. the reason that, just like in our matchup discussed earlier today with the Giants, the Cowboys, as well as the Bills and the Lions, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, they are, dude. And 
Tom, touchdown Tom is going to do what touchdown Tom does and come through in the clutch. Yes. So despite the fact that this game is going to be played in Cleveland, Tom Brady's going to own these Browns. He is, dude. Improving to 6-5. and five. Mm-hmm. He did fall off on first place, though, last week. I know it was a bye week for passing yards. Yes, yes. He's got a long way to go to catch that. He does, dude. Joe Burrow has looked magnificent. Dude. Yeah, so has Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. I think TB12 right now is fourth in the in the overall yeah. standings for that. Yeah. <clears throat> but speaking of Joe Burrow, good transition. Yes. <laughs> Moving on to <laughs> the Bungles are taking on the uh, Titans. This is an exciting matchup. I think both of these teams uh, provide a bit of spark. Um, you know, kind of resurgent in in past weeks um joe has 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 looked great the injury to joe mixon though um is is not going to do the bungles much much good in the short term here um and i do think that the the titans are so rock solid with the the running attack um it's it's gonna be hard for cincy to put a stop to mr king henry so um i'm taking titans here uh and also taking the over Taking the over? Yeah. What is the uh, total? 42 and a half? 42 and a half, yep. yep. Risky. Always <laughs> risky when you're playing against Mike Vrabel on Titan. It's just, just, just because, like you said, they just love to just ground and pound. They do. So the time, there could, could be a, a time 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 of possession battle. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that I I, I do disagree with you about, that yeah, Joe Mixon has really come through, but this offense still runs completely through Joe Burrow. Yes, very true. So if Joe Burrow's playing well... It's likely that the Bengals will play well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got enough weapons on on the outside, um, T. As, Higgins as, especially. Was yeah, great. Yep, yeah, T. Higgins has really really come through. The seasoned vet at yeah, this point, right? And and T. Higgins, he, he went to Clemson, right? I don't know. I think I don't okay. know. But that but that sounds right. You know what? Did he play with Deshaun? I want to say he did. Yeah, he's, he's got us fourth year in the league. Yes. Year in the league? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's he, that's a vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years. Uh, three. Three years? Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe not a vet. After almost, this year, almost. Yeah. we'll give him like the vet, the vet <laughs> status. Like four or five. A nice badge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think four, I mean, average lifespan of NFL players, four years. I think you, no, 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 no it's not. It's two years. Dude, it's like two and a half. Or I, I, I know for running backs, it's like two years. Mm-hmm. But I think in, maybe, maybe uh, in general, I think it's, it might be closer to four. Average is 3.3 years. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Right, right in the middle. Uh-huh. Right in the middle. Uh-huh. So yeah, running backs. I know it's like two seasons. Yeah, they average. So yeah, I guess your third year. Okay, veteran. You have earned some respect. Veteran. Yes. Um, okay. Anyway, so back to this game. Uh, Joe Burrow dominated last week. Four touchdown passes, three hundred fifty-five yards. Mm-hmm. Like he he led the league last week for, for oh, yeah. passing. Oh yeah. MVP dude. Pro- probably offensive player of the week, depending yeah. on um, which mm-hmm. which which like tabloid you're gonna read. Yeah, yeah. Now okay. For this this Titans game, if yeah. J- Jamar Chase is somehow able to make a, a return for this week, yeah, I would take the the bundles. But that is not looking. Oh, to, you're right. To Jamar Chase case. is out. Yeah, ankle sprain. Uh, hip, hip, hip. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. I changed my pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm gonna roll with Mike Vrabel Titans <laughs> for reasons stated before with time possession. <laughs> there we go. Change my pick. I'm I allowed to do it. that. I'm allowed to do that. Uh-huh. Fuck you, Sam. I can do that. <laughs> so yeah, Mike Vrabel. Are they going to... Oh, yeah. And they're home dogs, yo. Mm-hmm. Yo. Yep, exactly. Dude. This might be a hammer hammer it down type of pick. Yes. That's why I I, I picked the over here. Although I, I did miss with my hammer last week. <laughs> Big miss. 
big fucking miss. What was the final score? 31-18, that was the final score of that game, I think? Yep. Yeah. Dude. Yep. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. It's just been a bad couple weeks of bets and parlays. Like, I had a good streak going. Right. Like, two weeks in a row, I was plus, like, about over 100 bucks. But now I'm definitely negative. Oof. But, like, I don't let myself get too low. Mm-hmm. I'm a small better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have, I like to bet for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, like this next matchup's kind of shitty. I think we, we, we both know who, which teams are going to pick. Oh, look at that line, dude. I know. It, it's... <laughs> It's fucking ballooned out there. That that has to be like top five for biggest lines ever. No, thirteen. We saw that. We saw it. Where was twenty eight? It was the Broncos against uh, the Jacksonville Jags. Jaguars. Yes, yes, yes. twenty eight. No, thirteen isn't unheard of. I mean, look, it's any wild. time you give an NFL team more than a touchdown, yeah, that's a big spread. So obviously, this game is a big spread. But I believe the Texans against the spread this year have been pretty flipping good. Um, uh-huh. Well, mainly because their spreads are always so fucking huge. <laughs> Texans ATS. <laughs> uh, All I do have to say here about the the Texans is, dude, they need to find a way to reimagine the running game after last week. It was absolutely pitiful. Yeah, Damian Pierce. What happened was, to your boy? He he had two point seven fantasy points. Yeah, what happened to him last <laughs> week, man? He 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 got stonewalled, dude. Um, that was your. Boy. But you know, at at the same time. The commanders do have one of the better defensive lines in the league, for sure. Yes. For sure. You know, um, I believe their two starters are both Alabamans, or at least two, Alabamians. two of the four on the line. I mean, God damn, dude. So, um, yeah, but Dolphins here, d- definitely taking them with the spread. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how how can you not? They're playing at home. This this game's just too easy of a pick. Yeah, right now, uh, the Texans are actually four, five, and one against the spread this year. Dolphins five and five against the spread oh, this year. Oh, okay, okay. So tough to pick either way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dolphins to win for sure. Yes, yes. I mean, it'd be but up, to cover. To cover another question. Fourteen points, a lot of mm-hmm. points to cover. I'm gonna say they don't cover, but I'm not betting on this game. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Bears Jets. Justin Fields leads his squad, quite literally, in rushing and passing yards. <laughs> he does. Into what's most likely going to be... Superman. Yes. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. yo, they put up the strangest poster of Justin Fields. Like, he was like, the North shall return. And I'm like, dude, you're 3-8. and eight. <laughs> The only place they're going to return to is home. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it, dude. Like, after the, after the first weekend in January, dude, you're, you're going home. Dude, they have had four straight losses. It's been tough sledding yes. for them. And, and like you said, you know, the weeks that Justin Fields has had an exorbitant amount of rushing yards, they lost all those games. Right, because they become so one-dimensional. I know. It's like it's, it's <laughs> Justin Fields reminds me of that really good intramural quarterback that quite literally oh, just runs around. Who played on the, the varsity and yeah. was eligible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So actually, a uh, 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 fun fact, um, fun story, I should say, anecdotal story. Yes. The third string quarterback, no, sorry, fourth string quarterback for CU when I was a senior there, I was also an intern, mm-hmm. right, and I also played uh, intramural football. So um, there was one week where I show up at my intramural football game, and I see the fourth string quarterback at CU at the fucking game. And there's a strict rule. If you're a varsity athlete, you cannot play intramural of that sport. Right. You just can't do it. Right? So he and I both make eye contact, and I'm like, 
I know who you are. Like, I coached you last semester, okay? Like, I I know who you are. And then he kind of looks at me, and no word was spoken, going, just don't say anything, dude. And I'm like, okay, here we go. So, not only was he the probably one of the best players in the field, but he wasn't playing quarterback. He was playing receiver. Oh, And he damn. was also, like, 6'4", you know, tall as fuck compared to me. I'm 5'8 in a good day, <laughs> right? So, there's one play where I admit I got mossed, right? And he literally just high-pointed the ball to the point where even me at my highest point in my jump yeah. was never going to reach that ball. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, Justin Fields is that guy yes. where every single play, he is going to be involved no matter what. I love that analogy. No matter well what. Done. Well done. Yes. Yes. But are they going to beat the... the Jets? Jets are favored by four and a half points. It really comes down to Zach Wilson Ooh. and which version of him miserable are we going to get. You know, I, I got to know. And this is because I come from, from the New York media. Right. Did Zach Wilson just fool everybody with that one viral video of him throwing off his back foot on like a 60-yard pass during his pro day? Did he just fool every single scout <laughs> into thinking that he was going to be a viable NFL quarterback? Right. Now, granted, Throwing he's still a rookie. Yeah. He's still a rookie. And we haven't seen a full body of work. Mm-hmm. So you can't just throw him to the side. Because there are tons of rookies that terrible rookie years. Troy Aikman, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, right? There's just three of them. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And they end up having pretty fucking good careers, I'd say. Very good. Right? Yeah. So you can't just take it out and throw Zach Wilson away quite yet. But it's getting to the point where you got to ask the question. <laughs> for this season, is Joe Flacco the guy to fill in for the Jets in hopes that they can still make it to the playoffs. Because they're 6-4 right now, right? Right. They're a winning team. They and, cannot and, throw that away. And and like I believe that if it ended right now, right, the Jets would, be, would miss it simply because the Bengals have the tie break over them based upon head-to-head. Right. So they're the eighth seed. So mm-hmm. right now they're the last team looking inside the playoff run. Yep. So what do you do? Is it a controversy? Kind of. Because Joe Flacco got to six and fucking two. Right. <laughs> exactly, dude. And last week, my God, our boy Zach, he was nine of 22. That's 40.9% for those of you at home counting. Uh, passed for 77 yards. Had a three, 3.5 yard average for each pass. That is absolutely terrible. Um, and just to put that into perspective, their, their running back last week, Michael Carter, um, uh, well, he had a two, a two point four yard average. So I mean, that was that was a bad game to choose stats from. So low scoring. The offense was abysmal. Yes, from both sides. Abysmal. <laughs> Absolutely terrible, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that, with all that being said, I loved your analogy of Justin Fields. Um, I know he has a uh, hurt left shoulder. Not sure what what the MRI is is looking like yet. Mm-hmm. I think we're still awaiting results, but mm-hmm. um, hopefully he can go. And just because of your story, I want to go with the Bears. Dude. I think so too, man. Yeah, I, I think the Jets are in trouble. Yeah, I mean, again, you, you were six and no, that's right. There was six and three. No, five and three, five and two with Joe Flacco. Yeah, or when Zach 
Wilson took over. Yeah, when Zach Wilson took over. So at one point they were one, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, they were five and two. Mm-hmm. And I believe Joe Flacco, he was a player with them against the Broncos, or was that no? Zach, Zach Wilson came back and beat the Broncos. Right, so right. Five and one with Joe Flacco then. Mm-hmm. Five and fucking one. Yeah. And you throw it away. Yeah. Right? And one just and two. Piss cents. it away. Dude. One and three cents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what were they really thinking, dude? Zach Wilson has well, has the, the potential to learn from Joe Flacco. I mean, who's 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 been in the league for so many years? He could be there as a mentor, kind of like what Brett Favre was to Aaron Rodgers. You know, keep um, Zach in in the stable and yeah. let him gallop. You know, once once he's able to learn this this offense and how to actually run it. Yeah, the, I, I guess the, my only counter argument against that. Is that he was your first round draft pick? He was number three overall, I believe. Right, number two overall. Yeah, yeah, number two overall. And you got look if you look at the guys behind him, they're got fuck behind him. You know, <laughs> that's a lot of talent. <laughs> like I, I was, no, no, seriously, there was it was. I know the Cowboys drafted Micah Parsons at twelve that year. There, oh yeah, yeah. There was definitely um, was name Foreman, um, uh, Chase Jefferson. Um, yes. The what's Kyle his name? Pitts. Fields was that year too, right? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, Fields got drafted after him as well at number eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey Lance, uh-huh. no, Jalen Waddle, Patrick Sertain, yeah, Devonta Smith, Micah Parsons. I mean, right there, dude. That defense is is all star. Just looking Damn. at at the top ten picks. I mean, you 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 have to play Zach Wilson. At this point, if you were gonna, if if they were gonna stick with Joe Flacco, then they should have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, at when Zach Wilson was a rookie. Yes. But when Zach Wilson was a rookie, they named him the starter, and you can't really go back on that no. from a confidence standpoint. Telling Wilson, "Hey, we believe in you." Right. And that's what the ownership and the coaching staff is saying. And I believe that he has talent, and there's no doubt in my mind that he has talent. Mm-hmm. But it just hasn't translated yet. Right, and that's why those Jets fans are so frustrated. Mm-hmm. So frustrated. Well, yeah, they have every reason to, to be. Bears are going to win this. Yeah, yeah. Bears get them and the, up. And, and, and the way, Jets, dude. yeah, you guys are in trouble. You guys are in trouble. They are, dude. They this might is... be in last place at six and five in the AFC, <sighs> which is crazy. That is so com- competitive, dude. Very competitive. All right, moving on. Moving on. I think my Jets tirade is done, <laughs> but right. it was well well worth it. So. Falcons Commanders, a uh, yes. big big game really for both teams. The Falcons are still fighting in that division. They're a half game behind Tampa Bay mm-hmm. and the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. and the and the Commanders have won four out of the last five games. So they've been very, very consistent yes. w- with Taylor Heineke at the quarterback position. The man's we've been saying it, man. Player. He's he's the next factor. Yeah, he is. He's a player. Yeah, he's he a is. baller. Mm-hmm. He's a shot caller. Twenty inch yes. rims on the Impaler. You know. <laughs> He's just making it happen. Making it rain, dude. It is awesome. Chase Young got activated, so that defense is going to get a little bit of life. Yeah, so this is his, his first game back since yeah. ACL, ACL yeah. surgery. Right. Yeah. He's a stud. Oh, my God. He's a game so breaker. so much fun to watch him play, dude. He was a finalist for the Heisman. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He would have been the first defensive player since uh, Charles Woodson That's right. to win it. Although, That's right, dude. the biggest robbery of all time, I, I get that he went up against like Vince Young, but Andamika Sue. Yes. Should have won it that year. He should have because the sack leaders in, in the NCAA that year. It was like the whole team of Michigan, and Dominica was two, and then it was Nebraska. Like, like 
Seriously. Seriously. Oh I, it might have been Ohio State at, at number one, but Andomica Sue had more sacks than some teams did the entire year. In, in in that maybe. season, yeah, it, it was crazy. That is amazing. It was, I think he had like twenty two sacks that year or something like that. Yeah, and Dominica two thousand nine, and Dominica Seuss should have won that. Yeah, should have won that Heisman. He should have. He been. was that dominant, dominant game breaker. But it's really tough to give it to a nose tackle. I, I get it because mm-hmm. it's not a pretty position. At least with um, like quarterback safeties, like they they can make spectacular interceptions, pick right. sixes, etc. Mm-hmm. But on on a play to play basis, you're looking at a nose tackle. It's like he didn't do anything. In reality, though. He held his guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And that counts for a lot. A lot. To your, uh, absolutely. Your linebackers. Uh, yeah. A yeah. lot. So, picking this game, I'm going to roll with the hot hand in the Taylor Heineke and the Commanders. They're I a am, team that just keeps on winning. Yeah. I am too. I am too. Uh, for all the reasons stated above, like you just said before. And then moving over to Broncos Panthers. Oh, man. Dude, the, the Broncos, um, they won in... Overtime, or sorry, they and lost lost in in overtime last week to the Raiders. Uh, they're they're just reeling right now. I I think they're in a worse spot now than the Panthers are because yes. the the Panthers seem to have a direction forward. <laughs> the Broncos are just taking two steps back every damn week. Mm-hmm. So there's a great video on Twitter, right? Um, basically, this guy makes a video every single week until Russell Wilson has more touchdown passes than bathrooms in his old house. And there are eight bathrooms in his old house, and he only has seven touchdown passes. So it's hilarious because no one thought that this video streak would go until week 12. Yes. <laughs> like week week five at the most. Yeah, right? for seven, week three. Right. Yeah, I mean, sure. Sure. I mean, <laughs> two, two, three. That's all you needed to do for the first three weeks, you know? <laughs> Easier said than done. But holy crap. Wow. Storyline in this game, in reality, though, outside of Russell Wilson and the struggling Broncos, is the return of Sam Donald. Yes. Sam Donald is getting the start yes, over Baker is. Mayfield and PJ Walker. Uh-huh. Although I think PJ Walker is hurt. The return of the king. Well, <laughs> the thing is, too, I mean, Sam Donald, going back to my Jets tirade. Sam Darnold was really the catalyst of what caused them to draft Zach Wilson to begin with. Right. So, fun fact. Sam Darnold's first pass ever as a Jet was, was a pick six. six. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So, immediately, Jets fans... against the Patriots. No, the, no. The, it was against... Um, I want to honestly want to say it was like like, like the Bengals or something like that. <laughs> no, really. Really, because because it, it, was, it was a game. I think it was a Monday night game because I was in class when we threw it. Oh, against the Lions. Lions, okay. Lions, okay. okay. Shit. Yeah, well, yeah. I knew it was some kind of t- cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of big cat. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, so the real storyline about this game, Sam Darnold, uh, I was relating it back to the Jets just because if the Jets actually invested in Darnold, then they would have never had this problem with Zach Wilson. And I still think that given the right situation, Sam Darnold is a very feasible NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's been playing like with the Panthers. Or what his camp has been like with the Panthers or practice, etc. But we're gonna find out if Darnold still has anything left in him. So despite the fact that the Panthers are three and eight, yep. Darnold at quarterback is playing for something that quite literally could be his next contract. Yes. Because if he can prove here that he he can compete as well as be again like a viable starter in this league, right? I think he's gonna find his way onto a roster somewhere, mm-hmm. i.e. the Colts. 
Right. Right. They're probably looking for another quarterback next year. <laughs> but that's going to be a different story for a different day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I got to pick a team here. Denver is the favorite, but I like Sam Darnold. I want to give him a chance. Panthers win at home. I like that pick, yo. I'm going with the Panthers as as well. Like I said before, I've I've enjoyed what I've seen out of their offense this this year. Like despite Baker going down and PJ trying to lead the the charge, I I, st- I still think they're fun to watch on the ground uh, with that rushing attack. So Panthers here, um, definitely at at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ravens Jags last 10 a.m. game of the of the Thanksgiving of the post Thanksgiving slate. Um, so we have the Ravens Jags here, and shoot, this this game could be a toss up because the Ravens are obviously the favorite, but the Jaguars are playing at home. Um, so this this will be interesting to to see, you know, which which side can really gain their respective advantage. Also, the weather in Jacksonville. <laughs> It's gonna be seventy-two and sunny. Yeah, beautiful day. <laughs> beautiful day, dude. Beautiful day for some football. <laughs> well, we are stuck in Washington with it being at least. Uh, it's been a dry fall. I mean, we talked about yeah. this earlier this week. Very true. It's been very like it's been compared, very compared to, like, I have one year of reference, mm-hmm. but compared to last year, last it's year very, was very dry. Wet. Yes. Last year it rained every oh fucking day. It was. It, 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 it was. Like every day, <laughs> it was a rough. It was brutal. Rough year, dude. In brutal. the in the month of twenty twenty. The month of twenty twenty. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Carry on. Don't sweat it. In the year twenty twenty. <clears throat> yes, in the month of January twenty twenty, um, in the state of Washington, it rained every day except for January first. It set a record. Wow. Consecutive rainy days from the second to the thirtieth. We didn't really work that whole month though because of COVID. Remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They basically got an extended winter break. Right. right Maybe right. that's why I didn't notice. Maybe. Because we just, we were just like, we don't got work today. <laughs> that was crazy. Right. Crazy times. That was last year, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to this game. Yes. Ravens. Jaguars. You know, I've been on the Jaguars a bunch this year, to my own chagrin. And they've failed expectations. Th- they have. They yeah. have. And yeah. I've always had high expectations for this Baltimore Ravens team. Uh-huh. So despite the fact that Trevor Lawrence has definitely improved as a signal caller, yeah. I'm going to want to take the Baltimore Ravens here. <clears throat> it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think Travis Etienne is really showing that he is the real deal. He, he is. At dude. running back. He's rock solid. Catches yeah, yeah. the ball at the backfield and already has a great uh, chemistry with Trevor Lawrence dating mm-hmm. back to their days at Clemson. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were literally roommates. Yeah, I believe in their t- in their time at Clemson. So yeah. they're both on the same page. Travis Etienne eighth right right now in the league in average rushing yards per attempt. Yeah, he's, he's only started what the last four weeks. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I am picking the Ravens. Will mm-hmm. they cover at four? I'm going to say yes, and that's not a takeaway from Trevor Lawrence and their explosive offense, but. Lamar Jackson, Jim Harbaugh, sorry, John Harbaugh, just too much to handle for this young Jaguars team. Yes, very true. And B- Baltimore has the best run defense in the league here. So I think Travis Etienne, while he has had a great start to his his young career, damn, dude, it's it's going to be tough to get against. He might rush for over 1,000 yards this year still. Yes, for sure, for sure. But this is a game in which I don't see him. I think the over-under for him, if I had to guess, would be 70, I would take the under. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would. So, the Ravens here. Lamar 
Jackson is a, a wizard, dude, and the Jacks defense hasn't had much of an answer on the defensive end no, they have not. of the ball. So they have not. I think this this game could get ugly real fast. Um, even though that they are playing in Jacksonville and that weather looks fantastic, but <laughs> the Ravens. <laughs> All right, next game, Chargers Cardinals. Mm, yes. Interesting matchup. Very interesting, especially after seeing AFC, the Cardinals. AFC, right? Yeah, AFC, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is not a division matchup, but geographically it should be. Yes, it, it, it definitely should Every, be. At first right? I was like, what? what? <laughs> so for, as from, from a division standpoint, this game mm. is kind of meaningless, but the Chargers really need this win in order to stay in contention they do. Uh, yeah. for a playoff spot. So right now the Chargers are sitting at 9, just behind the Jets. Um, the Cardinals are essentially out of it right now, four and seven. Um, but basically, if the Chargers do want to get that final wild card spot, they gotta. I'm gonna say, ten wins is the minimum to get in. Yeah, ten is the minimum to get in, for sure. Nine and eight will not get this done. So with seven games to go in their season, the Chargers can pull at six and five. They're not going to catch the Chiefs. Barring an epic collapse from Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be uh, almost a playoff feel for the Chargers. Because if sure. you drop to 5-6 and six with how competitive the AFC is, it's going to be hard to climb out of that hole. It is. It is. No, no doubt. And I think uh, what's an, an interesting storyline here is how the Cardinals can get back on their feet after last week's dismal disappointment. <laughs> Against the the Niners, like getting blown out of the water, dude, mm-hmm. thirty eight to ten. When as Arizona, you you have one of the better offenses expected, you know, going in into that matchup. But of of course, not not having Kyler hurt them, um, and uh, but their their offense just was not able to get it done whatsoever. So I think more of the same could possibly be said here going in, into this matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers, um, Justin. Herbert has had quietly uh, one of the better years, um, so so far. So I mean, he's he's fifth overall right right now for for passing yards on the season. And you know, despite the Chargers being a bit more of an average team overall, I mean, he's he's played awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I think Herbert's have is despite his stats, I will say that. He's having a bit of a down year. Yeah. I mean, granted, he's been fighting through rib injury, which as a quarterback, man, damn, that's going to be tough to play through. Yeah, dude. I mean, you literally use your entire repertoire to throw that ball, so that 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 has to be uncomfortable as fuck. Mm -hmm. But uh, his average pass for play is only 6.6, as well as uh, he's um, only thrown for 16 touchdowns. Right. And I know last year he was on a much higher tear. Mm-hmm. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, let's look it up right now. I mean, he, yeah. so he, he's gonna he's gonna finish with uh, last Just, year he finished with thirty eight. Wow. So he's a little yeah. bit behind pace. Uh-huh. He also averaged seven half yards per attempt. Yep. Second well. overall in the league. Yep. Just behind TV twelve. Yeah, bud. That's fun. So what? <laughs> what I do find entertaining about this game, and yes, hidden subtle storyline. So ever since Call of Duty has come out, all right, I'm sorry, Kyler, but that hamstring hurting, you got to get off your ass, man, and stretch out sometimes. Yes. Right, you can't be playing Call of Duty throughout the day on your free time. All right, you can put it on your free time, but make sure you stretch out. All right, if you get up and try to be a little, quick little fucker like you are out in the field, 
right? Mm-hmm. You can't have tight hamstrings. No. And Trace McSorley, more like Trace McSorry out there. Yes. There's yes. Cardinals are in trouble <laughs> if Mr. McSorley is going to be out there playing quarterback for you boys. Did he go to Penn State? I don't Trace? know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey, dude! Anytime Trace McSorley is gonna be on the field, it's just you just—I mean, just the name, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's—he's he's not a great dual threat quarterback. I mean, but it's—it's it's hard to compare him to Kyler Murray. It is. Who's it is. an absolute wizard who's, on the field? Who's Lamar's backup? Oh, he's the—he's the who, who went to, to Penn State. I think so. Yes, yeah. yes. Tyler Huntley. Oh, Tyler Huntley. Let's see. He. uh First of all, Tyler Huntley is legit backup for him. All right, yes. he, he can all. He's also can move. Oh, let's fucking go! Trace Mix really went to Penn State. Did he go to Penn State? Yes, no. he did. I, I didn't know. So yeah, <laughs> you should have went with your gut, dude. Should. You should have went with your gut. But how many Penn State quarterbacks have been good? The only one I could think of was Christian Hackenberg, and he sucked. Oh goddamn! With the Jets, right? Yeah, right. Awful. Yeah, the Christian awful. Hackenberg experiment did not. It last did not long. pan out. <laughs> that was. He, never that was dude. Short lifespan than Zach Wilson. Yeah, they, they've been shafting a quarterback since what? They really have. Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, yeah. They're like the Browns at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right. The the turnover has been so high. Because who was there before Flacco? Ooh. For the Jets. For the Jets. Let's see. Darnold. Yeah. And then who was before Darnold? They got rid of. Uh... I should know this. I'm in Jets media territory, dude. Here we are. Um, so b- before Sam Darnold. The, oh, Sanchez, of course. Sanchez. The lineage here of, of quarterbacks with the oh, Jets. It, it was definitely, I mean, well, it was Vinny Testaverde. So my, my, my years were Vinny Testaverde. To, oh, going way back. To 2000. To Chad Pennington for uh, a long time. Yeah, 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 Chad. Yep. Yep. That's right. Brooks dude. Bollinger for a year. That's right. Yeah, then Brett Favre for a year. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty good. Nice. Oh, Kellen Clemens. Man, I forgot about Kellen Clemens. <laughs> yeah, and and then and then a forgettable <laughs> career. And then they went through a tough stretch after the first two good years of Mark Sanchez. Oh, the butt fumble. Well, yo, that's ten years to today. <laughs> oh, that's right. It really is. Wait, was that on ten years today? Ten oh, years today. Let's, no, let's look. November. That seriously, November twenty second. <laughs> ten years today. Happy ten year anniversary to the butt fumble. Can you play that on your? Computer. After, after. Okay, all right, all right, all right. After we'll watch after right. the podcast, right? Just because we have no sound right now. So oh, so you can yes, hear yes, it. yes, yes, yes. So you can hear it. You know, you know who he fumbled off of? Was it Bart Scott? No, Mangold. Nick Mangold. Oh, off his own person. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Nick Mangold was center. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely Nick Mangold. That's right, dude. <laughs> so yeah, happy 10-year anniversary of the butt fumble. <sighs> yeah, the ones that I remember growing up, like I said, was Vinny Testaverde for sure. Testaverde was actually a great quarterback. He was, dude. Right. Is he a Hall, a Hall of Famer? Testaverde is not a Hall of Famer. No. <laughs> he is not a Hall of Famer. More of a, a journeyman. More of, wow. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. more of just like a really good career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. Like, he's kind of like... He was the first overall pick of the 1987 yeah. draft. Yeah. Hmm. Was he a Purdue Boilermaker? Oh, let's see. Uh, no. Miami? Miami. Miami, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I don't know what I Drew Brees. He was a pretty well Yes. Yes. Yeah, but there you go. I was thinking of Drew Fuck Brees. Yeah. Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah. But Vinny was with eight teams, dude. So, yeah, Vinny wow. was a good quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, Brett Favre, if Wayne Trebet caught that fucking football, they would have made the playoffs that year. Um, oh, right. I remember that play. I was watching that play. 
Oh, God, that was terrible. It went right through his hands. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It really did. It went right through his hands. Oh. Oh, yeah. Brett Favre, and like I said, Sanchez. So, yeah, Geno Smith got punched in the face, broke his jaw. <laughs> That's right. Sucker punch in the face. And, and, and look at him now. Yeah. Look at him now. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah, man. God. Jeff's quarterback troubles have been really within the last six years. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Kind of after Ryan Fitz, Fitz Magic. Oh, Fitz Magic was there. Yes, that's right. Of course. Dude. How that's could right. you forget? 2015 and 2016. Now, that's a journeyman right there. Yes, yes. Dude. Hall of Famer? No. And then also a name who was the backup to, to Ryan in those years, Bryce Petty. I haven't heard of his name since he, he was at Baylor, dude. Yeah, you're right. Tearing it up. He was tearing Damn, it up. Damn, dude. Yeah, that is absolutely amazing. So, I mean, so, all those guys had great college careers. I mean, yeah. For sure. Like, it's an understatement. Yes. Understand. Yes, very true, very true, dude. And then going back to the the archives here for the Jets in 1965, Joe Namath. Joe Namath debuted for them. Yes, he did. Smoking cigarettes on the, on yes, the sideline. Yes, Broadway Joe. Yo, smoking a heater. <laughs> smoking um, a heater. All right, next game. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, make a pick. Chargers. Oh, and yes. they cover. Yes. Agreed. Actually, no, they don't cover. Oh, they don't. They don't cover. Carlos, really interesting at all. Um, I'm I'm gonna take the over here. Uh, forty-eight. Yeah. Well, forty-seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Well, it depends who's playing quarterback. Trace McSorley, take the under. Oh yes. All right. Raiders, Seahawks. Big win for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. I mean, at this point, just I don't want to say teams should just you know mail it in for the year, right? And and and, and you know start sandbagging for the draft pick, but man, the Raiders are disappointing this year. They are, dude. And sad, it's a first-year head coach with Josh McDaniels. So, you ha- again, you have to give him that grace period. I would say it's... yeah. The offense looks okay mm-hmm. from what mm-hmm. I saw. Again, from the couple weeks I saw him on national TV and yeah. Red Zone. Devontae Adams touched on machine, though. He's really found his groove. Dude, with, he had with, two with, last week for yeah. one, like 141. I yeah, think. he's starting to find a groove with Derek Carr. So, if they can keep this going, not this season necessarily. I mean, I mean... They gotta win out if they want any hope of making the playoffs. Right. right. You gotta win seven in a row. Like uh-huh. I said, ten wins minimum to make it to the playoffs. Yep. Meanwhile, on the other side of the football, you have the Seahawks, which showed a little bit that they are human. Right. They can lose. All right. Yes. Geno Smith came back down to earth just a little bit in the game against the Buccaneers. Is it a bounce back game for Geno Smith? What do you think, Sam? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think um, you know he. He has proven this this year that he is one of the top top ten quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, was, I, I at agree. Least for the short term, right now, least, top five. Yes, I put my five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put my five. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like what he's brought to this offense. Um, you know, they are three and one in their in their last four. Um, you know, with that sting of a loss to the Bucks. Also, greatest play ever that I've seen Tom Brady do terribly at. <laughs> He was out on as a as a wide receiver, um, out 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 wide to the left. Oh, he it tripped, was a, right? A fake play. Yeah. <laughs> Leonard Fournette threw a duck. Yeah. And Tom Brady just. Yeah, he kind of fell. Yeah. He was. I think he said if if, if Fournette threw a better ball, I would have caught it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I think Tom Brady's shining moment, not as a quarterback, was when he was blocking, um, and he just kind of like. Lowers his shoulder nonchalantly and like doesn't really block anybody. If he's kind of like run, run around him, 
I was like, all right, good for you. You, you right? You're blocking you take for up space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're blo- blocking for someone named uh, who was uh, was it was like I don't know Ben Jarvis Green Ellis probably. Is oh goddamn. Anyway, blast from the past. Blast from the past, blast indeed, from dude. The past. <laughs> so Seahawks. Yeah, this is a, they need this game at mm-hmm. home against mm-hmm. the Raiders. They do. Are they, they going to cover it? Three and a half? Mm, no. I think this is going to be like a one one point game. That the Raiders are just going to drop. Yeah? Yeah. Last second, too. Last second. I'll, t- I'll take the Seahawks at home. I will, too. I will, too. I'm not going to go against the boys, dude. No. No. Hometown boys. No. Hometown boys. So, Rams, Chiefs. Again, if you circle this game on the calendar before the season start, I would have said probably an awesome game. Yes. Not a domination game. But the only analysis I have here is that Matthew Stafford is is no longer living up to his expectations as yeah. as as quarterback. He's he's just having a statistically one of his worst years. Abysmal, ever. dude. Ever. Um granted he has been battling some injuries. Uh-huh. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Right? But Yeah. But the Rams, okay, in their first ten games, they've had ten different combinations at the off on the offensive line. Yes. Yes. They have not started a consistent offensive line the entire season and Cooper Cup's out now too, pretty much for the rest of of, of, of the year. I mean, yeah, there's no point in he's out for the rushing next four him back six weeks. No, dude. No, no point in rushing this him. This is back. a lost season for the Rams. You know, keep him tucked away in, in the drawer next for uh prep him for, for, for next year because they mm-hmm. don't really have mm-hmm. much to win at this point. Um the Chiefs at home, and I'll, I'm going to take that cover, dude. I think the Chiefs are going to blow the bejesus out of the Rams. Like, they are playing them at home, the loudest stadium in the NFL. You have Patrick Mahomes, um, Isaiah Pacheco. I was very impressed with him La- from, for, for last week. Rushed over for mm-hmm. 100 yards. and I've been following him the last four seasons, man, at Rutgers. Man. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a good back, uh-huh. but just unknown because Rutgers sucked. And right. They, Right. Still pretty mediocre right now. <laughs> yes. So yeah, the, my only analysis on this game, outside of Matt Stafford, I think you make a great point with the O-line. So yeah. it's not all on Matt Stafford's shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. E- even though the quarterback always takes the brunt of the blame, you have to look. You're correct at the whole picture. Yes. So he's missing his top weapon. He's got literally Swiss cheese in front of him. So if if you put those two together, it's going to be a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I beside the ball. Patrick Mahomes putting together a MVP type season. All right, leading the league, 3,265 yards. Mm-hmm. I believe he's also first in touchdowns right now. I've had touchdowns as well with 28. Let's make sure I'm not lying to you right now. Passing touchdowns. Why do they call it the rushing touchdowns? I don't need no rushing touchdowns, I'm <laughs> passing touchdowns. I already saw Jamal Williams. What you got for me there? Any stats? Oh, I, I got a fun throwback here. Throwback Tuesday. Um, I do not think the matchup that we will see this weekend will compare to what we saw back in 2018. Oh, that was a we game, had great game. The highest scoring game of that season. Yeah. That Rams was, won 54 to 51. That was a fantasy bonanza. Yes, it was, dude. Curious yes, for made that week. Okay, so Jared Goff in that game passed for 413 yards, four tuggers. Patty Mahomes, 478 for six. Whew. Yeah, that was... That and Ty- Tyreek Hill, 10 catches for 215 and two tuggers. Damn, dude. 
Yeah, I'm, the I'm, high octane, dude. I will not um, forget watching that in the gym where I I used to to train. Like me and my client for the last half hour of our sesh, he's like, Sam, can we just watch this game? I'm like, yes, yes. You you pay me by the hour, we will watch this game. <laughs> it's a good game. You pay me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Got it, Damon. I'll agree with you on the cover. Yeah. This game reminds me of when the Bills played the Rams and Bills just hammered them in week one. Yeah, yeah. I expect a similar result. Yes, yes, for sure. All right, a couple games ago, then we'll get on to the uh, college side here. But yeah. Let's start to wrap things up on the NFL. Um, Saints-Niners, big game for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo last night in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Sure. Finally had an offensive explosion. Four yes. touchdowns last night. It was about time, dude. Yeah. The man delivered. And Brandon Ayuk looked really fast. Yes. The, like the real deal. Yeah. Dude. The man they drafted. Mm-hmm. Yes. To be exactly that. You Finally know, coming up clutch. That deep ball threat. Uh-huh. Christian McCaffrey is also settling in very nicely into the offense. I mean, we already yes. saw him, you know, pass, rush, as mm-hmm. well as receive a touchdown in the same game. A perfect piece to that puzzle. Dude. Yeah. I think it's honestly what Jimmy G needs is just a consistent running back. I mean, right. he used to have running back by committee, you know, back with, mm-hmm. with, with like, what, Matt Breida, uh, 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 who was the other, oh, there, there, there were two other guys that used to play right with them. Um, it was Breida, and that's all I can remember right now. So, <laughs> so well, we'll just roll with Breida. I think Breida sounds pretty good. Breida does sound pretty good. He's not even on the team anymore. I think he plays for the Giants. Matt Breida. Definitely plays for the Giants. You, you, yes, he you was traded right. for, sure. right. for sure. For yeah, sure, long time yeah. Frank Gore fan. Anywho, back to this game. Niners minus nine at home against Saints, who are struggling. Then again, mm-hmm. Andy Dalton also had a pretty good week last week. He did, dude. So, and Chris Olave is quietly putting together a rookie year, dude. Chris Olave needs a real quarterback. Yes, he does, dude. And he definitely does. This 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 Andy Dalton Taysom Hill tandem. Mm-hmm. It's been working out for him so far. No doubt. The Swiss Army knife of, of all NFL players, dude. He is so versatile. You can mm-hmm. line him up anywhere on offense. Maybe even at like like as a pulling offensive guard, and I think he would do just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though the Saints are heavily underachieving this year. Yes, yes. I still got to roll with the Niners mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. Improve the 7-4. I'm going to go against you here. Because I, I think the X Factor here um, could be Upset City, courtesy of Alvin Kamara. Okay. okay. Um, you know, I know he's he's only scored one touchdown this entire season. You know, certainly underperformed like much of the Saints team as a whole. But, um, you know, I think he he gets it going again, is is able to help out Andy um, in, the, in the, the passing game there. So going for the Saints here um, to not win, but to... Definitely cover. Cover nine and a half? Yes. I like that. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sunday night games, the primetime game. Interesting matchup. Packers, only Eagles. because, for whatever reason, Aaron Rodgers just loves to win games against teams that he shouldn't be beating. <laughs> and then he'll lose the games against teams that he should be beating. Yes. Yes. So, as, as, I, as I run down this schedule, <laughs> all right. They've just been... Scalped alive over the past eight yeah. eight weeks. Yeah, I mean, with the exception of the first four weeks of the season, yeah, where they start off really well, three and one, uh-huh. classic Aaron Rodgers, right? But then they 
Drop to the Jets. I'm sorry. Drop to the Giants and the Jets. Uh-huh. Probably should have won both those games. All right. You lost to the Commanders. Yikes. You lost to the Bills. You lost to the Lions. And then you beat the Cowboys. And then you lost to the Titans. Wow. I take that back. They're definitely losing all their games. Yeah. So, yeah. originally I was going to be like, yo, bold pick. Aaron Rodgers coming out to play. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. Nah. That D-line nah. with Jordan Davis quite literally anchoring them down. Yes. The 313 pounds, it runs like a 4-7. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, it is terrifying. Did you uh, watch Dontari Poe that, that one year? Uh, the, the defensive lineman out of... Um, I don't know who he is. Did he go to Utah? Memphis. Memphis? Yes. Dontari Poe. Yeah, he, he ran like a 4 He used to play eight. for the... Chiefs and Saints for a while, right? Yes, he played it. And he played for Dallas a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but he had that 40-yard that time. Um, God, what was it, dude? This guy listed there. 498. Yes, yeah. it was a, a sub-5. So the same as me on a laser. Yes. And yet he's, he's double three, my body weight. 346. Like, literally. He's double my body weight. <laughs> Imagine the force output. Yes. A lot. So many watts. A lot. Oh, my God. 44 reps on, on the bench press, too. That's insane. 44? Yeah, 44. <laughs> Did that break Larry Allen's record? Is that the record now? Is 44 um, reps? No, there? I believe it's an offensive lineman who went to it's, the, it's, it's the not University Larry Allen? of Oregon. He was Samoan. I thought Larry Allen had like... Had like Did Larry oh, shit, you know what? Anyone have 50? Uh, 51. Justin Ernest. He played at Eastern Kentucky. Oh, who's second? Stephen Paya, I, th- I think he played at Oregon or, or, or Oregon State, OSU. Okay. He, he was a beaver. Run him down. Let me see who else is there. Where was they at? Forty-three. Okay, so all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, Larry Allen. He was uh, with the, the Chiefs. Larry Allen. No, Cal- oh, it's, no, Cowboys. Cal- so yeah, yeah, yeah. God, what a big man, dude. In '94, six-three, three-twenty-five. Absolute behemoth. Love it. Love it. All right, so we're both picking the pack. I mean, no, sorry, Eagles. Yes, 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 yes. Fuck Philadelphia, hit the city, but Eagles gonna win this game. <laughs> yeah. Monday night, stinker night. Ooh, that dude, that is stinky as the sewage. <laughs> over under. I think the only interesting storyline is gonna be the overs are thirty nine, and yeah. usually when the unders when the total is that low, sometimes it's not low enough. <laughs> Fans were deprived of a good matchup on this night. Defensive um, battle. Actually, who knows, yes. though? Yeah. If the Colts' offense shows up, which it mm-hmm. can, then points can be scored. Yeah. But is it going to? No. <laughs> no. No, dude. No. No. Yeah. Low-scoring game. Uh, Colts win at home, though. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So there is one thing that I would like to ask you, though, out of the blue here. Yes, please. So they're, Trivia! They're, it's not really, really a... a a trivia question, um, but more so just a question about like which teams, if you had to pick one out of the ones that are qualified for the playoffs, mm-hmm. are not going to make it. All right, so right now on the AFL, sorry, AFL, in the AFC, Chiefs, Dolphins, Titans, Ravens, Bills, Pats. Yes. All right, and Bengals. Those are the seven teams that are going to make it in. Mm-hmm. So if you had to pick just one of those teams and all of them that's not going to make it so far. Ooh. Which one would it be? Because there's a lot of room to shuffle. Mm-hmm. A lot of room to shuffle. There is. There is. Um, that's a fantastic question. I think I'm going to go with the the Bengals here. I think um, 
you know, even if Joe's having a fantastic year, um, I just don't think their their defense is complete en- enough to really hold them in in games. Um, you know, even if J- Jamar Chase is able to come back in a, ti- a timely manner, I just don't think um, the Bengals can can hang on. But I mean, we'll we'll see, dude. It'll be interesting. I love that question. Now, which what team do you is, think? That's, oh, yeah, so before we get the sec- second part. Yeah, yeah sure. So um, I was talking the Patriots up a lot earlier. Yes. But I just don't think that their offense overall has enough firepower to get the job done. Mm. It's going to be a tall mm. task of Mac Jones and company mm. to make it make it through the rest of the season. Yes. And then and just score enough points to yeah, win yeah. them games. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then as I look at their schedule... Right, they got they're at the Vikings on Thursday. They got the Bills, tough, tough matchup. Cardinals, Raiders. So again, a little bit of a lull. But mm-hmm. then they close the season out with three potential playoff teams and the Bengals, the Dolphins, and then one more time at the Bills. Yikes! So it's a bit of a gauntlet, which, is. which is why there's so much pressure on them this week to go out and win this game. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, I would say the Patriots have the uh, have the the. Toughest task in order to remain in the playoffs here. Okay. Now, as far as picking a team, I think it's currently outside the rankings that has a chance to make it in. I mean, realistically, there's only a couple. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if the Chargers can get it together, then then they have the best chance of of making it. Agreed. Agreed. Justin Herbert, dude. Yeah, man, you just got to get healthy. He's got to get healthy. Joshua Palmer has proven to be a weapon as well. So if he's at Palmer, Allen, and Williams... That's quite the receiving tandem, plus that Austin Eckler, who I right. think leads the team in receptions anyway. I mean, you are gifted with some of the best offensive talent yeah. league-wide. Yeah, yeah, league-wide. Yeah. League-wide. I mean, Keenan Allen, if it wasn't for his hamstring, he'd probably be all pro. Oh, yeah. I mean, easily. So, same question, look at the NFC. I'm break it down very quick. We've got the Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Bucks, Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks. Yes. Go ahead. For bit, uh, teams to not make it in the playoffs. Teams to slip off the, off the ledge here. Yeah, um, I'm thinking. Shoot, if I'm to go with my gut right here, I want to say I want to make things in- interesting and say that Atlanta and Tampa Bay swap spots Ooh. by the end of the season. That's a bold pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bold pick because I think Atlanta, at least from an offensive perspective. They are certainly finding their identity, mm-hmm. you know, and um, their 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 running attack is fourth or fifth league wide. They look great, um, and they've they've proven to have a sufficient defense to stay in games, mm-hmm. you know. So in order for that to happen, you're saying that basically the Falcons are going to win the NFC South. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. right. I I don't see them. Um, Making it any farther in in terms of the record overall for the uh, playoff mm-hmm. seeding, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have a different pick. Uh, I'm gonna say it's gonna be the the New York Giants have the uh, best opportunity to let this slip through their fingers Ooh. and fall out of the playoffs, and that's mainly because of the competition within the NFC East. All right, the, the Washington Commanders yeah. are are, you know, are getting a bunch of play, uh, uh, you know. You know they're, they're all pro defensive end back. Mm-hmm. And the Giants still have to play them twice, and they still have to play the Eagles twice. Yes. And they got one more division game right now. Mm-hmm. So five out of the next seven weeks are divisional games. 
I mean, they have to win at minimum. This is crunch time, dude. They have to win at minimum three of those games. Yeah. To get to that, you know, 10-win mark that I was saying to right. make the playoffs. You know, so it's 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 going to be tough for them to make it, especially trying to win all those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think the Giants mm-hmm. are going to slip out. Okay. Now, okay. best chance to get in, kind of like how you flip-flop the uh, Falcons yeah. and the Bucks. I'm going to say that the Commanders have the best outside shot to get in right now. Simply by overtaking the Giants. Mm-hmm. I sure. don't think anyone's going to catch sure. the Eagles right now. No. They are flying high they are flying, flying away. They are flying Yeah, Flying in, into that number one playoff by mm-hmm. riding mm-hmm. high. There you go. There you go. Moving on to college football. Okay, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do All this. Right. So we got top four. Yes, we do. Want to break us down? Yes, we do. All right. So top four right now. Nothing's really changed, right? No, it's it's actually the exact same as as last week. Yeah. So we have Georgia, yep. Ohio State, yep. Michigan, Michigan, TCU. TCU, yep, TCU. But there's a new number five. Oh yeah, who we got? In the form of USC, I believe. LSU. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. And then U- USC at six there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because we were saying that uh, LSU has potential. To make it all the way in as a two-loss wouldn't that be playoff amazing? Team. But in order for them to do that, they have to go through Georgia, yes, one more time, uh-huh. and they need to beat Georgia uh-huh. in order to do that. Yes, um, where USC I think has a better opportunity to sneak in because let's put it this way: at Ohio State and Michigan, one of them is out this week. Mm-hmm. This is a playoff game for Ohio State and Michigan. This is a playing game in reality. It is. For Ohio State and Michigan. Because I think even if they lose their Big Ten championship game against whomever, that team still is going to get in. Mm-hmm. They're still going to. I mean, they have to. Mm-hmm. Right? Ohio State has been dominating team this week. Stumble a little bit against Maryland, but ultimately they put the game away. Oh, yeah. And I don't think they're going to leave both Big Ten teams out. Of, mm-hmm. of of the final four. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can you? How can you? <laughs> so, overall, though, yes, USC, if TCU wins, again, I've been saying the whole time, TCU wins out, they're in. USC wins out, they're in. They got to beat Notre yes. Dame this week mm-hmm. in order to continue to give themselves a chance. It is a must win game. Yeah. And the fact that Notre Dame is still continuing to climb the ranks, as well as multiple Pac 12 teams have snuck in towards the end of the year. Dude, yeah. I, I think that the Pac-12 by conference is the most. Yeah, the thing is the most rep- represented. Mm-hmm. It's who, it's amazing, dude. Who, who to even fought? see Oregon State at twenty-one, yeah. dude. Yeah. Where did that come from? Well, when when or uh, when, when 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 Washington State beat Wisconsin, I was like, okay, the Cougars can play. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that just raised the entire, you know, really in my opinion, like talent level of the Pac-12. Yes. With the exception of the Colorado Buffs, who right, we'll talk about that later. And Stanford um, and and Cal. Yeah, Those are but the, the Buffs three. mainly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The Buffs mainly. Because <laughs> they are 1 in 10. They're terrible. Wow. They are terrible. That's terrible. So let's let's look at the, the remaining schedules, and um, let's see if we can get a little pick of what's going on here. Okay. Also, in, in the meantime here, when was the last time uh, since 2014 when the college football playoff rankings came about... Um, when was the last time that heading into week 12, all four of the top four teams were undefeated? Uh, all four? Right. I don't think that's happened. So go to 21. 2014, week 12. Nope. No. 
2015, that's a big 14. Uh, no. Nope. All one loss. 2016. Nope. Nope. 2017. You guys are hearing a lot of clicking right now. Nope. That is from week week 10, though. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's still no. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. It's still no. True. <laughs> week 12. Ah, uh, Michigan fucked it. Yeah, they did, dude. Nice job, oh, Michigan. Look at that. 2019. No. Mm. I don't think it's ever happened. 2020. I can't get the week. Well, this will show up. No. Oh, yes, because no. that was the COVID year. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can't count that. I mean, it happened, but it did. It didn't. It did. Wow. Last year, definitely time. no. Yeah. So this is the first time the top four have all remained undefeated going into week 12. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, so USC is quite literally one overtime game away against Utah from being the same way. I mean, yes. I guess I could say yesterday about Clemson, but you know, yeah. Clemson kind of got slapped a little bit in their loss. Um, mm-hmm. So do you agree with this? Disagree with this? I mean, as of right now... The way the season's played out, you, know, you kind of got to agree. Um, the only real controversy here, you know, <laughs> might sit LSU at five instead of USC at five. Yes. And then, and that's just based upon record, but I know that they're value, they heavily value LSU's win over Alabama. So mm-hmm. that's why they vaulted mm-hmm. USC. But I think if SC wins out, like I said, and they, and they beat Notre Dame this week, and then win the, uh, Pac-12 championship that they'll sneak into that fourth spot over LSU, oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and again. So look at the major like schedule. That. It's uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech this week because rivalry week. Right, um, right. Ohio State is already playing Michigan. We know about that. Uh, let's check out TCU's. Who, who's TCU got? I honestly do not know who's playing, who their rival is. Oh, it's not a rival. They got Iowa State. So that should be a win for them. Hmm. Um, LSU. Let's see what we got. Oh, uh, they're playing Texas A and M at A and M. You know what? Hmm. Let's see what A and M team shows up that weekend because I'll yeah, tell dude. you what that the stadium that the stadium will still be rocking. I mean, yes. they got nothing else to fucking do in College, college station, station except for drink, probably do a bunch of other hard drugs, right? <laughs> Most likely racist and. Uh, <laughs> Couple of rallies to attend to. Um, right, right. We'll talk about Trump rallies. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Um, AM could easily pull off an upset. Not easily. They could upset LSU here. At they home. could, dude. And if, then if, if LSU loses, careful. they're 100% out. 100%. Yes, yes. I would um, take them out immediately, dude. And then I think the only team with a really outside chance, too, is Clemson. Let's just see what they got here at for their last two. Yep. Okay, so they got um, South, Carolina. South Carolina came Did off a huge win. The massive they stopped upset. Tennessee, and wow. then they'll play UNC in the ACC championship game. That game's already already mm-hmm. set. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Clemson outside chance, but they need both LSU and USC to lose. Right. Alabama, I think, is basically dead in the water. Right? I don't think they can sneak in. Can they? Um, they play Auburn. I mean, if if they were to beat. Georgia in the wait no because they can't oh, make yeah 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 the championship game is already set that's right that's right it's already set and I think so, they, yeah they're basically dead in the water yeah they are unless they like are, dude. somehow everyone just loses but, they, but that's mm-hmm. not gonna happen no it's not dude right yeah all right yeah so who's left out Alabama's left out mm-hmm. yes and then I'm gonna say LSU is gonna be left out ooh TCU wins 
Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Michigan left out. Ohio State's going to win this weekend. Yes. Definitely. Agreed. Definitely. Agreed. But that SEC championship game between Georgia and LSU, dude, that could be very good. Mm-hmm. Fireworks, dude. Mm-hmm. Damn. Get ready for some SEC football. Love it, dude. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Just it just means more. It does. Apparently not more than the Pac-12, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Sam. So you got some World Cup stuff to talk about. Oh, the, dude, the World Cup has provided wanna, some drama. I want to give this one to you, man. You can take us away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the World Cup, uh, the first game of the World Cup was on Sunday. Qatar played Ecuador. So the, the host nation, um, they lost 2-0, to zero, which... Um, really is not much of a surprise uh, going in, into this year's World Cup. They were the 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 worst ranked team of the entire 32 and it was not by a small margin. I, th- I think they're like uh, 150. 150? Yes. Like in the world? And there are about 205 international teams wow. in the world. How do they qualify? Because they are the host nation. Oh. So by by default, at, at the same time though, it, it could be very interesting because after getting slapped, oh, that place is probably rocking then. Huh? Oh yes, yes. Despite the no beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're playing. Yes. They're, they're drinking Bud Zeros. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Fucking stupid. Uh. So um. But I mean, this 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 really could be uh the first. World Cup since 2010 in, in which the host nation has not sur- survived to actually advance to group play. Well, who hosted it last time? So, uh, last time that, that happened was in 2010 uh, with South Africa. About the Yeah, South Africa. That was the last stage. one I remember, actually. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, it, it, it could be, you know, a, a case of Qatar wanting to show off their, their country for this for these three weeks and... and, and Obtaining great exposure that way, but they've also exploited so much of, of, of what it means to be in an ethical sporting environment. Um, so it's it's kind of interesting to watch this this year's World Cup. The the audience crowd. I mean, you you can tell there's a bit of um, I don't know. It just seems just like this emptiness. I mean, these these sta- the stadiums are fantastic, beautiful structures. Um, but it's it, it's like why did the why did this country of three million buy buy all this money and, and host this this World Cup? Are they one of the richest cities in the world per capita? Per capita, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's just a bunch of oil billionaires over there. Yes, that's why they built it. That's right. That's dude. probably why they got it too. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that FIFA Netflix thing. I probably should gain a little more inside information yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. But there's uh-huh. definitely some shenanigans going on with them being hosted. Yes. I mean, they had zero infrastructure for this 10 Nothing. years ago. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. Mm-hmm. And right they there... They spent $200 billion on the infrastructure for this year's World yeah, Cup. Yeah, which is fucking nuts. It is, dude. It should just be... Again, I get that it's the World Cup, but just for the sake of convenience, host it in cities that, that can actually... That, that can already do it. Yes. Or, Or, again, I don't know how this would be possible... But if you could host the World Cup, quite literally, at least the group stage mm-hmm. in like different parts of the world, mm-hmm. right? So like that one group stage plays like all five other games in like one specific city or some shit like that. 
and then again moving around again for the, the Rhino 16 <laughs> again that'd be a, a logistical nightmare but so much travel involved oh it'd be, it'd yeah. be massive it'd it be would massive. be dude. yeah it so already that sounds like a bad idea yes yeah definitely yes definitely. But I, I like the group stage at different places but then bring them all together for the mm-hmm. Rhino 16 again if you put it in cities that can already host it yes You'd be okay. It's almost like March Madness, right? Where you have like the regional specific area, and then the Final Four is all held at like one right. arena, right? right. So uh-huh. similar style, yes. right? Where you have again, because then you can spread out the love. So frankly, it'd be more fan friendly. Granted, you'd, you'd only get like four teams in a specific city, right? But everyone in that specific city area can at least go watch a World Cup match, very true, without having to travel necessarily like to a different country to do that. Right. Right, because how many groups are there? Uh, eight. Eight groups. So eight groups, eight cities around the world. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be badass? Around the world. Right? For the group stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, there's so much air air travel there. Well, well, no, no, no. no. Like, you have that one specific... Because the group stage lasts how long? A week? Yeah. So for, for that first week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you play that there. And then just like March Madness, right? Give them that week to travel to the next spot. Right for right, and then I say from the round of sixteen forward, you can right. play them all in the same complex or same city, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, but uh, again, it, it would gain more exposure to like the entire World Cup and make it more available to more fans. Yeah, because of that. Yeah, because of that, dude. Get get this stat. Yeah, um, there's expected to be over five billion people to tune in to watch this year's World Cup. You know what's crazy though? That's Ten wild. billion people watch Super Bowl. So. <laughs> I really hope the world's population is not 10 billion no, right not. now, but it's not. It's not. If you didn't get that joke, then you're a moron. <laughs> I didn't. I just mean that for our listeners out there. <laughs> Water break. Agreed. Take a sip. Take a sip. All right. Oh, yes. So, yeah, take us away, Sam. You're the soccer fan. Yes. Um, dude, also... Saudi Arabia came saw home saw to upset Argentina. Like, definitely one of the favorites going into into this year's World Cup. Mm-hmm. Argentina is ranked third in the world. The Saudis, I think, are fifty first, fifty second, fifty first. Yeah, yeah. Like that. absolutely amazing. Not so, even top fifty. No, not even not even scratching the surface there. Yet, <clears throat> Argentina was disallowed three goals in that game. So it it could have been four zero, <laughs> but instead. They were leading one nil. Was and, all and due to offsides? Two one, yeah, exactly. Was the VAR? Uh, well, I mean, those three goals were were clearly offsides. Oh, they were okay. Oh yeah, for okay. sure, for sure. I'm like, maybe this thing's rigged. <laughs> there's four there's goals. Been a lot of okay, talk but, about. But I don't VAR. even know what the offside rule is. I know that you can't kick the ball to your attacker if he's behind the furthest back defender. Correct. And the furthest back defender. So you can like lob it to him, but uh-huh. once the ball leaves the foot, then you're allowed to go. Once the ball leaves the foot. Then you're allowed to go. Then yes. you're allowed to go. Uh-huh. But if you're past him before the ball leaves the foot, then it's offside. Like any piece of your body, mm-hmm. like if my fucking fingertip any is. Any piece, dude. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. I understand offsides all of a sudden. Uh huh. But I'm just like, how do you call that live? It's a game of inches, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, no. That's. <laughs> it could be done. You're not wrong. I'm not right. hating on soccer, okay? I'm not. I just, I just think it's boring to watch on TV. <laughs> But 
watch the highlights, like the condensed. Oh, yeah, action I can watch into, like, thirty seconds of soccer. Yeah, it's fun, of course. Dude. I mean, like yeah, yeah. The the one, <laughs> sorry, the zero to four goals that might be scored that game. You know, I can watch the whole highlight under a minute. For sure, for sure. You know, yeah, that is nice. Uh, no, I'm just hating. I'm hating for no reason. Here's <laughs> going hate. If U.S. was better. Oh, if if the U.S. was better, dude, they squandered that fat opportunity I mean, against Wales. So th- this country they had a beautiful has, first half. Oh. Has three hundred thirty-one million people. Wales yes. has three point three million people. Yes, you have a thousand percent more people. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite that simple. And we can't beat the smallest country with no legs. Yes, I mean fucking hey, man. Yeah, that was embarrassing, dude. I mean, Gareth Bale had that PK there for for Wales to disrupt us of that victory. Any relation to Christian Bale? Unfortunately not, but they look similar. Do they? They do. Maybe he's the real Batman. They they should right. they should give him a bad cape. So what do you think? I can already tell you right now they don't. No. No. Okay. They're both just white. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair Dude, enough. this guy's in a man bun, like <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he kicks the ball really well, though. Is he like the best player in the world? Um, top five. He he was top top ten okay. at his peak. He's uh, who's the best player in the world now? Is it, is it still Messi? Still. Yeah. Still. Is Ronaldo too? Um, Ronaldo, dude. Ronaldo got dropped by Manchester. I thought I thought he he just left. Like they left yes. on mutual terms. I thought. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they. they you know what that means? Forced him out. He's coming to MLS. Yes. No, I'm serious. Yes. I'm serious. Real him The in. only thing I know about soccer is that the old Champion League stars come to the U.S. and in their careers, and Gareth they still Bale just plays dominate. The yeah. And exactly. they still just dominate. Yes. You know what I think of every time is, what's his name? Is Laton? Ibrahimovic. <laughs> That's his name, right? right? Yes. Yeah, Ibrahimovic. I have his jersey, dude. So there's a great story. I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently um, LeBron James sent Ibrahimovic uh, Lakers jersey because <laughs> Ibrahimovic played for the LA Galaxy, right? Yes. And then Ibrahimovic signed the jersey and then sent it back to him. <laughs> that's right. I don't know if that's true or not, but if that is, that's awesome. Yes. That is awesome. Yes. He <laughs> signs another man's jersey and sends it back yes. to him. That's hilarious. If that's true. <laughs> uh huh. If that's uh-huh. true. Dude, yeah. Quick, quick story about Zlatan. I, I think it was back in like in twenty. 13, 2014 when um, so he he played for a club team PSG in in France yeah and uh, there was a horrible fire that that year that killed like sixty some kids I think they went to the building and saved and like, yeah, saved yeah, yeah. yeah 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 I and, remember I heard that story and then for that for the, I, I think like the next few matches he had all the kids names yeah yeah on his good on dude his chest and arms yeah yeah good for dude. sure for sure damn yeah right, so what else you got for us on this World Cup Sam um you know besides that. Uh, this this will be a very interesting um, group stage play. We have Canada in the World Cup for the first time in a very long time. The Revolutionary War rematch. <laughs> yes. Is Thursday? No, Friday. Oh, uh, it Friday. is Friday. Yes. Yes. I was really hoping for a Thanksgiving brunch. That would have been to awesome. watch the U.S. play England. But, but I, I still would have watched fucking Detroit play. <laughs> <laughs> No, no shame in that. No. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, again, man. Like again. That's fair. I'm not hating on soccer, man. I can't watch it on TV. It's it hard. 
Yes. It's hard. I'm not like maybe if America is playing, you know, if USA is playing. Uh huh. Then uh-huh. like you know, I know like one guy, fucking. Uh, Kristen uh, Pulisic. Yeah, yeah, Pusilich. Pulisic. <laughs> That's how they always said his name, Pusilich. Pulisic. 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 Again, like, I heard he's a stud. He plays... Does he play for, like, Bayern or something like that? You know, he plays for um, a German team. Played for... Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah, that's who it yeah, was. But now he's he's playing for Chelsea. Chelsea? Okay, so he went... So he's, he's an EPL now. Yes, EPL. Okay. EPL. Is that the best one? In England? No, in, in the world. Mm-hmm. In, t- in terms of league... Or La Liga. I'd, I'd, I'd probably put the, the Prem at the top. The So, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, the Prem for the Premier English League. Premier League. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, then yes. what? La Liga second. Um, because France is pretty good too, right? The French league. France it, it is a good league, but PSG dominates. So I thought, yeah, because PSG. Oh, okay. Good what about German? That, that's a competitive league, right? Bundesliga is good. Yeah. yeah, and then and, and then you have uh, Serie A in the land of Italia. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like MLS man. MLS. Yeah. Rider die. Go, go Red Bulls. <laughs> Sounders. Dude, I was at. Um, the Seahawks stadium for this Sounders MLS Cup win in 20, yeah. 2019. Yeah, I remember you told me that. Yeah. The stadium was sold out. It was thunder rocking. earthquake, dude. It was rocking. It was it was rocking. It was, it was rocking. rocking. I, I don't think I, I could hear properly for the next 24 hours. It was like Washington to score a touchdown against the Buffs. So yes, like right, right. <laughs> All right. I'm ready for monologues. Take it away, my friend. Oh, then I spent like, I'm ready in general. Oh. Um, I'll, I'll go first though. Yeah, sure, sure, I'll sure. Go first. Sorry, I lost in in translation. It's okay. It's okay. Are you ready for monologues? Like, unless, sure. Oh yeah. It's got more to say about you know losing to a country with no legs. Hmm. No. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Brain fart right now. It's okay. So here brain we go. Fart. The monologue for me. It also goes straight back to the buffs. And there's an opportunity here for them to go out and get Deion Sanders as their head coach. Yeah. So I was, I was following okay. Twitter, okay. and uh, on December 3rd or 4th, they said that they're going to make an announcement. And here's my pitch to you, Deion Sanders, to come to Colorado. All right. Number one, you got a great fan base. All right. Yeah. The student section showed out this entire year for the Buffs games. And I really mean that. All right. It's been a struggle to watch them. And when I was there... Yeah, the student section showed up, but not to the extent that these fans have done the entire season. Okay, and it's been abysmal to watch these football games. All right, number two, it's a Power Five school. This is what you're looking for, Dion. This is what you wanted. Are you wanting that challenge to go out and coach? Because I don't know who said you couldn't do it, but there was someone on Fox Sports or with FS1, whichever network he worked for, that said, Dion. How are you going to manage a football team when you can't even show up to our meetings on time? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so if you want to make it real and you want to use this job as a stepping stone, totally fine with that. Come here for one, two, maybe three seasons if we're lucky. You know, if you win six or seven games at Colorado, you will find a higher job within the Power Five conferences, or at least maybe one that you're looking for, you know, more long term. All right. Number three. All right, Boulder's beautiful. All right, you're going to love it there. A lot of white people. But outside of that, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. All right, you have the ability to bring in great recruits to an awesome school with a great fan base and some history in football. Nevertheless, though, man, 
if you can bring some of your recruits and your star power to Boulder, Colorado, Folsom Field will be a rocking your first game as head coach. So please, please come to Colorado, turn that place around, make it a football school again, and have a good time while you do it. Thanks, Dion. That was fantastic. Thanks, man. Who should be in sales? That was a great pitch. I appreciate that. Wonderful. I hope he hears this. Yes, he won't. Dion, please, please. He won't. Have a listen. So I'm going to go back here to the land of 2006 when I first played the football game NCAA 06 with uh, Desmond Howard on the front. Heisman pose. Heisman pose. Uh huh. And I, I truly learned the game of football playing that, and I think that in Madden '05 is is what I first learned with. And such a, a beautiful time in life, you know, like seventh and eighth grade. <laughs> Great learning about the game, and um, and I'm excited to say that EA Sports is coming out with a college football. Um, game once again for, for the first time in a long time. In fact, uh, Denard Robinson was on the cover of the <laughs> NCAA football last time it was released. Oh, 14, yeah. 14. Michigan quarterback. Yep, exactly. Then he played receiver in the league. Yes, right. right. One of the many converted quarterbacks <laughs> to receivers. <clears throat> yes, yes. Him and I- Isaiah Stanbeck, or Stanback from the UW comes comes to mind. I actually think he he played for the the Cowboys. I was thinking of Brad Smith. Oh for, yeah, uh, the Jets. He played quarterback, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. yeah, became a receiver. Mm-hmm. A lot of Jets come up today. We talked about Joe McKnight today too. R.I.P. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Big kick return guy. Yes, big kick return. Also, oh, right. keep going with my luck because I'm I'm sorry I take over. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. But I just wanted to say here um, that I am. Looking forward to playing a game uh, in 2024. Un- unfortunately, it did get delayed one full year. Reasons are still unknown for why that is. Um, just imagine the production team needs more time to make it a fantastic game because expectations are high. No, it was because there was lawsuits oh. against the game. Oh, yeah, 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 right. And then right. there's you know name, likeness, and image now. Right. Or, sorry, name, image, likeness, so that's, NIL deals. That's pushing the release date back. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. All that time in court. Yeah. So I am excited uh, to see what this, this has in store. Yes, it should be good. It should be, dude. It should be really good. It should be. Yeah, yeah. So, Sam, that was a long one. That's what she said. Was that uh, our longest yet? Uh, yeah, an hour, hour and a half, give or take. Wow, time flies, man. It does, dude. That was, that was dead. And talk about like two things, like, <laughs> it's like NFL football, and brushed, a little bit of the World Cup. Yeah, brushed over a the, bit of the World Cup. Oh, but uh, yeah, shout out to Cordero Patterson uh, breaking the record. Uh, Devil Devin Hester. Also, Devils thirteen wins in a row, going for fourteen. Yes. Tomorrow night, that would be uh-huh. a new franchise record. No, I'm not a lot about Devils this week because. I talk about monologue every week, but that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, paying them the attention they deserve. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Sam. Thanks, Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, yo. Yep. Have a good night. See ya.